0: Like, how do we stop thinking about that? And then, if thinking about that, how do we stop thinking about that? And we can get into these mind circles, and how do we get out of it on this episode of Inverse?
1: Coming to you from Silver Spring, Maryland, welcome to Inverse, a Bible-based conversation on life principles, contemporary issues, and thought-provoking perspectives. Now, here's your host, Justin Kim, with Inverse. Inverse.
0: How many times have you had that thought of something so horrible, something so evil, it pops in your mind? Is that a bad thing? And if that happens over and over, how do you stop? On this episode, we're going to be looking at the anatomy of temptation in the book of... James here in the studio is myself, Justin Kim, Jonathan, and Siku and Kelly. I got to there's so many of you guys. I'm going to get a <laughs> track of who's who's on on the on the episode. And we're so excited because we're on our second episode on the Book of James. We want to encourage you to go to InVerseBible.org, download the Bible Study Guide. We also have an app. We also have the website. We also have books. We have all these resources. We want to get you involved in this very practical but real religion book uh, on the Book of James names. And we've covered last week on a lot of, well, we'll have a word of prayer and then we'll read the text and we'll do, do a little bit of review. So Callie, can you pray for us, please?
2: Absolutely. Father in heaven, we thank you for this opportunity to study your word together. I ask that your your Holy Spirit would illuminate our minds, would guide us where you want us to guide be guided, and I pray that we would see what you want us to see. Thank you for your love, and we offer this prayer in Jesus'
0: name. Amen. 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 Thanks. Jonathan, we're in chapter one of James, and if you can read
3: verses nine through eighteen, please. Yep. James one, nine through eighteen. Let the lowly brother glory in his exaltation, but the rich in his humiliation, because as a flower on the field he will pass away. For no sooner has the sun risen with a burning heat than it withers the grass, its flower falls, and its beautiful appearance perishes. So the rich man also will fade away in his pursuits. Blessed is the man who endures temptation, for when he has been approved, he will receive the crown of life, which the Lord has promised to those who love him. Let no one say when he is tempted, I'm tempted by God. For God cannot be tempted by evil, nor does he himself tempt anyone. But each one is tempted when he is drawn away by his own desires and enticed. Then, when desire has conceived, it gives birth to sin. And sin, when it is full grown, brings forth death. Do not be deceived, my beloved brethren. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and comes down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shadow of turning." Or of his own will, he, he brought us forth. Of his own will, he brought us forth by his word of truth, that we might be a kind of first fruits of his creatures. Mm. Thanks, Jonathan. Thanks for reading that uh, New King James
0: Version there. Uh, Siku, welcome. Welcome back to the show. Welcome hey. back. It's, it's been a while since you've been around mm-hmm. and you've had some life changes. Oh, yes. I want to kind of give us an update what's been going on in your life.
1: Another baby. Another baby.
0: <laughs> another baby. And we're talking about uh, conception here on a different, on okay. a different round. Right. Of, I was <laughs> trying to make that a segue. I don't know Never if that was... Uh, back. But you. Your <laughs> child is awesome. Like cutie, cutie pie. Indeed, and not uh, <laughs> desire or sin or <laughs> yeah. some of these negative things here that I we, we, we this found analogy at that all. just read. <laughs> um, so, Siku, what's going on here in chapter one? Um, what, what, uh, what are some of your favorite parts in chapter one? Just so we're going to go in easy, and we're going to go into the text afterwards.
1: Okay, so going in easy. I think uh, previous episode talked mm-hmm. about um, trials. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of neat that you know, it, in James one, he's talking about trials and temptations. Mm. And sometimes we kind of merge the two but they're different experiences you know Mm -hmm. and so james is talking about very practical things things that relate to our our everyday life Mm -hmm. it's um religion it's christianity brought down to earth Mm -hmm. to your everyday experience and so it's a very uh hands-on um chapter that we can relate to
0: yeah and we said last episode we either hate it or love this this book uh Pauline letters are very systematic and very A, B, C, D, and then you just organize this beautiful masterpiece and you can just analyze. Here, James goes from A to jumps. like zeta and then like new and then the letter five, right? So it's like, and it's all practical. the number five, the letter. Anyway, it's just kind of random. So we did talk about in verses two through eight, uh, trials asking for wisdom. And then in verse nine is going to be talking about, um, the rich and the Poor, and then they were going to go into temptation, right? A little bit wonked out. So help Jonathan in some form to uh, speak what, what's what's going into the flow of James's mind from one section to to mm-hmm. another. Uh, help us parse out. <laughs> so let's go for the first from first eight. Sure. The Bible says he is a double-minded man, unstable in all of his ways. Mm-hmm. And then verse nine, let the lowly brother glory in his exaltation. And that section that you read, mm-hmm. uh, how, how do we kind of that that bridge, um, Callie? You want to yeah. help out, Jonathan? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I love Sure. No, go ahead, Kelly. Okay. Oh, okay. You're the master <laughs> in James.
2: <team. laughs> no. Um, I think just the overarching thing of this of 9 through 18 is mm-hmm. just when your our perceptions lie to us okay so when things it's like the like, the title of it right all is not as it seems mm-hmm. so like the lowly brother like oh you think you're really low and everything no no, no you can glory in your exaltation like wait what and you're, you're rich you'll pass away like a flower wait but i thought the rich were awesome. like established i thought they were not safe really. uh-huh. i'm super confused uh-huh and then talking about temptation yeah, yeah god doesn't tempt you that's not a thing and they're like wait but I thought, yeah, every good thing comes from God. Hold on, mm-hmm. I'm so confused. <laughs> like it's just we, it your perceptions are not always correct.
0: Okay. And yeah. to, okay, awesome.
2: Like okay. to go with, so the, go with with what are saying about the
1: perceptions from verse seven. I know it's not in the section we're talking about, but <gasps> it says for let not, yeah. <laughs> <It> says for <laughs> let not that man suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord, for he's a double-minded man, unstable in his ways. Here he's talking about asking in faith, and like you would think, you know, yeah. there's suppositions that we make about, oh, if I ask God, I'm just gonna get it. It's like, but there's a way that that's not faith. That's yeah, fair. right. That, yeah. That's presumption. Or, and it's like, don't suppose that that's the case. And then it goes into another supposition that people can make. So I guess mm-hmm. it's about kind of suppositions that, that we make about the way that
0: the world works. Assumptions yeah. Yeah. Uh, assumptions. how we view the world are mm-hmm. not always correct.
3: Okay, this is getting pretty, again, very practical, but then very pretty philosophical. Yeah. James is also a very pastoral letter. Uh, you know, so you were saying Paul talks about, you know, theology, ABCD. Uh, James is addressing various issues that the early church you know, is dealing with. We're, we're talking about, you know, uh, around the year 50 AD. This mm-hmm. is early church time. And so as they are trying to organize themselves and figuring things out how this works, um, James is, is seeing some of these critical uh, things that have been emerging as, you know, problems in the church, and he's saying, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about these things. And so he goes through, you know, a variety of, the, a variety of them uh, in the whole book. Uh, and so while it might seem to us as you just read the text, oh, this is a different topic now. I don't get it. Uh, this is just his way of, okay, this issue, next issue. And, and sometimes they are related and sometimes they're just not related. It's just a, a different issue he's addressing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I love this
0: perspective that the world is not how we perceive it to be. Mm-hmm. And in verse 9, and about 9 through 11, it's as if uh, wealth is the reality that... Uh, Maybe people at that time mm-hmm. uh, saw, and so if you're a wealthier, you're better. If you're not, and he's kind of rejecting that perspective mm-hmm. and overlaying a biblical perspective. Yeah? yeah. What are some What are some um, views that today's people have? Wealth is definitely one of that one mm-hmm. one way to see. You know, you are better if you have more money. You are not so better if you have. More. What, are, what are other glasses that we put on that the Bible often challenges in today's modern society? Oh. Can I, I
1: before before they okay. chime in with yes. an <laughs> <Yes. laughs> I, I, yes. Sorry. <laughs> you want to go to previous verse. Yes. Say, sorry, uh-huh, verse no. Nine. Verse nine. Um, same <laughs> verses that we're talking about. It says, yep. "Let the lowly brother glory, glory in his ex- exaltation, but the rich in his humiliation." Mm-hmm. It's, it's this um, kind of this, this kind of the opposites, right? Mm-hmm. So, just sometimes even poor people can glory in their poverty. Right, like, like there's a pride of you know being poor, or there's a pride of 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 like you know well, I'm not, there's something about pointing at the rich people and mm-hmm. like look at them billionaires that don't pay taxes, sorry, or like look at you know <laughs> there's um, kind of and it kind of becomes a pride mm-hmm. and it says no like let the let the lowly glory in his exaltation. There's there's a good thing about being lifted up from you know what position that you were in that was lowly, right? Mm-hmm. And you can glory in that, mm-hmm. and it says but let the rich in his humiliation. Mm -hmm. And that's probably um, a little easier for us to see that, you know, if you're rich, it's good for you to be humble, you know, mm-hmm. and rather you humble yourself than be humbled. Um, but glory in your humiliation. And so I just want mm-hmm. to point that out that it goes on both sides, mm-hmm. you know. Um,
0: Very interesting that the social classes will be addressed a little bit later on mm-hmm. and the riches. Yeah. But uh, he's questioning these these these
3: presuppositions mm-hmm. right away. Jonathan, mm-hmm. what, are, what are some no, of these systems that he's oh, tracking? Well, you, you were asking for examples yep. today. Yep. I, I think definitely rich and poor we will always have till yeah, the end of time. Yep. <laughs> uh, but... I was thinking, of course, the social media. Uh, the last 10 years as, you know, Instagram and all these like, things have exploded, uh, I, I noticed from early on, like, it, it always became a thing of, like, who has, like, visited the visited the more beautiful spots, you know, and who has more followers and whatever. All these things um, definitely becomes something where you perceive someone as, okay, like, he's special because he has, whatever, 20,000 followers. And yeah. he has been to all these places, and he's constantly traveling. And how does this work? And, uh, and so... so There is a certain, uh, uh, you know, uh, way of looking at people. You know, in that it's a class. They might be in the same social class as you, yeah. uh, But uh, because of their social media profile, you esteem them as more, you know, amazing. Or yeah, whatever yeah, it yeah. Is yeah. For sure.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, I think that's totally a reality today. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's definitely yeah. the numbers, right? So Jonathan has got twenty thousand followers, and Siku's got two. So I'm going to be friends with Jonathan and <laughs> not with Siku. <laughs> it's all <right>. Not reality. <laughs> that's not. Uh, but <laughs> also maybe beyond the numbers, mm-hmm. uh, we are living in an aesthetic age, yeah. right? Yeah. So everything is curated. Everything is perfect you know you uh, me and my wife are on some island in Greece and it's just, just another another day in our lives <laughs> right? the wind just happens <laughs> to be like, blowing through like no a filter, but yeah, really. ex- exactly <laughs> and the more perfect and the more beautiful yeah. it is and everything you know c- custom made and curated yeah. and then you whatever whatever and using the best product or whatever mm-hmm. that is uh, in itself w- how would James speak to mm-hmm. that kind of aesthetic uh, hierarchy uh, mm-hmm. out there i
1: not say I'd say, yeah, for sure. I'd say relationships? Um, mm-hmm. Whether at the of dating or not dating, married or not married, you no know, kids or no kids, and mm. like th- that's another you know thing that
0: we for sure compare, uh, especially in the twenties and thirties. That there is a hierarchy in that. Oh, you're single. You're not single. You're da 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 blended, uh, divorced, all the hyper permutations of every 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 status out there for sure. Any others that you can think of? Education. Education. Yeah, that's a big
1: one. Degree, Degreed or not degree. Sure. Yeah yeah and and you know it, it yeah. Uh, I'll I'll confess that personally, like there was a time in my life where I did view people Mm. who didn't have a bachelor's degree in a different kind of way. Mm -hmm. And it took a lot for me to realize that I even had that prejudice to be like, wow, like I view people differently based on whether or not they went to college. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, But seeing that in myself, I'm like, I know it's out there because it was in
0: me. Mm. Oh, Whatever prejudices you have out there, please stay with us, whether you have an associate's, a bachelor's, a master's or a PhD or no degree at all, Stay with us after the break, and we're going to continue talking about James chapter 1.
1: Has Inverse been a blessing to you? Do you have questions, comments, or feedback you'd like to leave us? Find us on social media by searching Inverse Bible on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or YouTube. While there, join us, like us, heart us, thumbs up us. Our handle again is Inverse Bible, no spaces. Now, back to the discussion.
0: Welcome back. We've been talking about the poor and the rich and the educated and the uneducated and the entire spectrum of things. And the book of James is talking to all of us. That's what (laughs) everybody. everybody. (laughs) Now, let's kind of continue on to verse 12. And this Mm -hmm. is a also another universal experience on temptation. And we are living in a mental health pandemic. Mm -hmm. And how many of you out there, just like in my, my intro, you have these thoughts and sometimes we're cognizant of our thoughts. And some of these thoughts are negative. And how do we stop? And these are these are these are all internal temptations. There's also very external temptations, and we live in this spiritualized world. And there's nothing like this chapter, uh, in this passage, that really looks at the anatomy of, of temptation. Yeah. So let's look at it a little bit more, a little bit more in depth here. This is verse 12. Blessed is the man who endures uh, temptation. That kind of, of um, uh, is a flashback, not a flashback, connects back to uh, oh. verse 2, yeah. Um, Count it all joy when you fall into all trials. Mm-hmm. Uh, see what you mentioned before in trials and temptations. And then he says, for when he has been improved, he will receive the crown of life, which the Lord has promised to those who love him. Let no one say when he is tempted, I am tempted by God. So the question is, what? Let me just go general. What is temptation? Is it a sin? Is it uh, is it Always, Satan. Is it also with me? Am I tempted without Satan? Let's talk about the anatomy of temptation a little bit, Jonathan. You look yeah. like you have a, a professorial <laughs>
3: glance at me. That you want to Definitely. Discuss. Yes. <laughs> um, you know, temptation is uh, anything that is trying to uh, take you away from the standard that God provides. Mm. Uh, we're talking about tempta- you know temptations, uh, moral temptations. Mm-hmm. Um, And so uh, we are presented in the Word of God, in our relationship with Jesus, with a standard, Mm -hmm. the standard of righteousness. And so anything that um, appeals to us to walk away from that is a temptation. Mm -hmm. Um, However, whatever that is, that thing, uh, has to find, you know, there has to be something in us that resonates with it, Mm -hmm. that wants that, that desires that. And so uh, the temptation itself can be there, um, but it has to connect with this is where our sinful human nature comes in mm. uh, with that desire that, you know, I want that instead mm-hmm. of what God says. So mm. that's that's kind of how that works. Mm-hmm. Kelly? Yeah,
2: I think the overarching goal of temptation is, is harm. Mm. So either here and now, preferably forever and ever to separate you from God. Um, but what makes temptation successful is it doesn't look like the goal is harm. Mm. So it is, but it's uh, a masterful or a well-orchestrated whatever. Temptation is one that doesn't look like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's always what it is.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So um, we talked about trials. uh Did we talk about trials? Well, suffering mm-hmm. and that, that, that God sometimes allows these sufferings to happen for us to get through it. Yeah. Is it that God... Causes trials, but doesn't cause temptation, because it says here God doesn't ca- doesn't cannot be tem God cannot be tempted by evil, nor does He Himself tempt anyone. Is yeah. there a difference between the two, or are there conditions, or I'm confused. Help me out. This is, this is a mental. I'm in a. I'm in, a um, in anguish. Um, yeah. Help me out, Siku. <laughs> oh, and then Kelly. Oh, okay, Kelly. What up, Siku? Go ahead. I mean, what Kelly. I'd say to that
1: help
0: is me. is that. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> help him. Just
1: what I'd say to that is. Um, when you when you have a trial, you're yeah. you're not necessarily um, a trial is not necessarily a temptation. Like tra- temptations okay. may come with the trials, okay. mm-hmm. um, but a trial it it tests um, it tests something in your character. It tests okay. your resilience. It tests your faith. It's more a test. Whereas a temptation it, it draws you. It's a wooing. It's something that's drawing you towards something that and why would we call a temptation something that you're not supposed to mm-hmm. do or in, indulge in or engage in, mm-hmm. and the temptation it may not be that the action is always wrong mm-hmm. but it could be that it is wrong for you right now right no. or it's wrong in this situation so it's just something right. that's it's inappropriate for you at this moment mm-hmm. and so a temptation has, has a drawing like a, a, a like kind of a, you know attracting you wooing you to mm-hmm. something mm-hmm. you know that is wrong. whereas a trial has it's it is testing who you are mm-hmm. in that Instance in that situation that you're in, and
0: we mentioned just uh, to reference episode one. You want to go back to last week's episode. Uh, is that the, the there's a there's a result, mm-hmm. and I think the yeah. results of both trajectories are are ones positive and one's negative. Mm-hmm. Rather than just a test for it in itself, there is a result there. Mm-hmm. Okay, Kelly mm-hmm. and John,
2: I think a clear example of this is the Garden of Eden. Okay. And God was testing Adam and Eve to see if they would obey him. And he said, do not eat of this tree, any other tree, good to go, not that one. That's it. Have a good day. Have all
0: have of all the trees in the garden. Of all the trees. That's right. You can I mean, have any have of them. Have been right? to Canada? There's a lot of trees <laughs> out there.
2: Okay, and that's just one part. <laughs> and so God was testing them. And it's, it's like what he said to the children of Israel, like, to see what was in your heart, mm-hmm. to see what's there, to see what you're going to do. Mm-hmm. But then it was the devil who came and said, hey... Actually, don't listen to God, Mm -hmm. you should actually do this. That was a temptation. Mm -hmm. God said, do this, I'm going to see if you do it. Mm -hmm. And then the devil comes and tempts them to deviate Mm -hmm. from what God, so there is a connection, right? I think it's really good that um, Haseke brought up, like in trials, there are temptations. There's a temptation to doubt God. There's a temptation to solve it in your own way. There's a, you know, like Abraham was tempted to fulfill God's promise in his own way. So that's a temptation, Mm -hmm. but the test for Abraham was to wait. Mm The test for Adam and Eve was to trust God and to and to not do something that He asked mm. them not to do.
0: So they may be on the same, same it made the same coin, but two different sides. Yeah, not always the case, but in many yeah, yeah. cases but they are. Yeah, but that
2: case, because I think it, I think that's, that's awesome. where it this gets is awesome. confusing is yeah. when they get really close. Yes, mm-hmm. it is. But it's yeah. So God is saying like I. What I want to, for you is the best. I want you to know what's in your heart. I know what's in your heart because I'm God. Mm-hmm. But I want you to know what's in your heart, mm-hmm. and I want you to find me as the resting place for your heart. Mm-hmm. But as I'm testing you, the devil's going to take that as an opportunity to be like, "How about we go a different direction? Mm-hmm. I'm going to tempt you to go a different, a different way in this."
0: Yeah. And, yeah, and and that same experience, and they're so close. That's where a lot of confusion is. So because a lot of people think it's it's God that's causing.
3: Yeah, God all brought this Satan to
2: temptation.
0: do this mm-hmm. to
3: me. It's very clear that that's mm-hmm. not the case. Yeah, yeah. Jonathan, uh, I was basically going to say the same thing. Uh, I think that uh, the, the devil is trying to always hijack when God does something in our lives. Yes. Mm-hmm. So he comes in and he will mess thing, things around when it's God is... his point. His purpose mm-hmm. yeah. is always it, our, for our benefit too. It, it, so God's purpose do. for us oh, sorry, is always awesome to devil. to help us <laughs> and to, to as you said, to show us our heart, but also to lead us to you know surrender mm-hmm. and to mm-hmm. a, a deepening experience with him. And that's when the devil comes in and means harm yeah. uh, and tries to mix things up so that we just want to throw the whole, you know, the, what do you call it? The, the, baby, the, the baby out of the bathwater, bath right? <laughs> right? Like, throw it out because, oh, I don't want any of this anymore. And it's so hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, when But when James tells us in verse 2, you know, count it all joy, when... the the thing that God is sending you is really good for you. Embrace Mm -hmm. it and then, you know, we might mix it up. So it's important that we discern that and that we are also aware of this great controversy that's raging that the devil Mm -hmm. is constantly on our Mm -hmm. case but with God's help and by His grace we can, you know, endure the trial and resist the temptation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Amen Mm -hmm. to that. And we want to just say that the baby with the bathwater, we want to say congratulations, Jonathan. (laughs) Jonathan,
0: You are the new father of a new baby uh, (laughs) (laughs) with your your, your current wife. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to Say you oh, my goodness. only wife. My alliteration didn't work out there. Uh, but we want to say uh, throwing the baby out the bathwater is not good Good, good baby. I'm advice. not planning to do that. Going to babies uh, here uh, in verse 15 and I love this okay. anatomy of, of temptation. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, so Siku and Jonathan were put on this episode with their experience with, with babies. I don't know if that <laughs> makes sense in any way. But in verse 15 when desire has conceived it gives birth to sin and sin when it is full grown mm. brings forth death. There's there stages there. Mm-hmm. And what are, what are some juice that we can we can mine out of there? Callie? Mm.
2: I think, if I, if I can, go back to verse 14.
0: Okay, you want to go back to verse 14? Okay, yeah, yeah.
2: 14. So, that's kind of where it starts. It's okay. <laughs> so, verse... <first, laughs> Nobody's listening to you. Yeah, yeah. it's okay. I appreciate yeah. your directions. There's, I'm going to describe no that. So, yeah. actually, back in verse 13, verse thirteen, it talks about how, like, God is not the origin yep. of, so, like, it doesn't come from God. So, where does it come from? Each one is tempted when he's drawn away by his own desires and mm. enticed. Yes. And like, that's where it kind of goes back to you're being tricked. You yep. don't know it's for yep. harm. But then verse 15, then when desire has conceived, so then when you give in to that desire, it gives birth to sin. And mm-hmm. sin, left unchecked, fully, like just fed essentially when it's full grown brings forth death mm-hmm. and that I love verse 16 do not be deceived my beloved brethren because mm-hmm. that's that's the problem with all of this is you're only you can only give in to temptation if you're deceived mm-hmm. willingly unwillingly whatever but that's the only way because it makes no logical sense mm-hmm. like god is god and like adam and eve why did you disbelieve him for like has he ever given you any evidence mm-hmm. any log- it makes no sense mm-hmm. so the only way you can ever give in to sin is through deception Mm -hmm.
0: there seems to be a time period before the actual sin yeah that there is mental spiritual struggle yes Mm Uh, that this temptation is is internal in you mm-hmm. and and I, I think just to under, underscore that just because this temptation is in you that's the temptation itself is not sin. No.
2: Mm-hmm. Correct.
0: Right? Mm-hmm, I think there's mm-hmm. absolutely uh, at least in my experience they were like man I, I was tempted I am so evil just that I was <laughs> tempted in itself mm-hmm. yeah, but we do live in this fallen yeah. world and that's mm-hmm. a reality mm-hmm. but you know Maybe taking the analogy is too strong, but there's the nine months of an incubation time, mm-hmm. and I don't know if I can even use this, but spiritually, we need to end that conception, spiritually speaking, mm-hmm. of that temptation right away. Spiritually speaking, spiritually <laughs> speaking, <laughs> yeah. before the actual, right. the fruit of it comes to Life, which is
3: death. Yeah. Anyway, I'm I'm giving Mm -hmm. stuff. And the the sickening part really is is that sometimes, you're saying it's it's deception that leads us to sin. Mm -hmm. And that is true because deception, you know, makes it look like this is such a great thing. You know, it's quite sickening, though, that it's possible to, while you're being deceived, to Mm -hmm. kind of do this very consciously and be like I know yeah. this is wrong mm. that's true uh, but it's the temptation is so strong and I, mm. I just want it mm. I just yeah. want it and then you mm. do it mm. Yeah. Uh, and this is where I think God God understands that mm-hmm. so um, while it is wrong Absolutely wrong to do this. I think God uh, has compassion on us. Is, I, I know how how wicked your heart is. I know how 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 it is impossible for you for you to resist this without my help. Strength, yeah. And that's where He offers grace and He offers mm-hmm. His gifts and He offers His you know empowering Spirit to be able to resist. Mm-hmm. But um, this is something where. We have to, I think, acknowledge the reality of our sinful hearts, mm. our mm-hmm. hearts that are, are you know, deceived and wicked and easily tempted. Mm-hmm. And while that is not sin in and of itself, um, when we are, when we give in, it turns into, of course, mm. and then mm-hmm. everything And James talks about. Resistance yeah. is not uh, resistance is not futile.
0: Right.
1: Yeah. Right?
3: Yeah. We, we not must, sure. resist. Yeah, we must right. resist. Yeah, we must resist. We mm-hmm. must resist. We
0: must resist. But God, in the strength that God provides. But God gives us yeah. that, that strength yeah. of resistance. Yes. Even,
3: yeah. even when we love sin, even when we want that sin, God says, I, I can give you strength to resist. I, I've noticed that in, 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 in
0: my experiences that even in that moment, mm-hmm. you tell God, yeah, mm-hmm. I love this. Sin. Yeah. Uh, yeah,
2: I yeah, I love it.
0: I really, really, really do. Yeah, yeah. And then just having even that level of vulnerability and confession mm-hmm. is the opening point. Yes. But, but don't stop there. I I, I, yeah. I need help. Yeah. And, and 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 but so Satan wants to get gets us to a point where we don't even want to say that. Right. Hide right. in a little bush and we do our thing and God can't see me and, and whatever. And we <laughs> it's you, like, know, what you, you know drink or eat chocolate whatever you got to do. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you <laughs> you <laughs> <eat> <laughs> whatever. Insert your own sin <laughs> in there. Yeah. Eat chocolate is not sin. No,
1: I just. <laughs> I want to say, like, um, just to the point that you're talking about feeling like, oh, man, just because I felt tempted and you kind of feel bad, mm-hmm. um, that the fact, the fact that you have a recognition of this is a temptation, temptation requires you to know that there's something that you ought to do that is not that. Mm-hmm. Right? And so that's actually a blessing. You know, that's God working in our lives to teach us stuff, you know, mm-hmm. and sometimes we can feel like, oh man like I'm being tempted and it's almost like the more that you know of who God is and the closer you come to him the more you'll be tempted because the more that you know of what you ought not to do Mm. you know and the devil can like tempt you more
0: but God is the giver of all good things and as James says he is the father of lights and gives us good gifts from above and so Mm. that is our prayer hopefully that's yours we want to ask that uh that you join us next week as we continue our study in the book of James God bless you we'll see you next week